Hello and welcome to the SJ Chronicles. It is actually about 20 to 7 in the morning on Thursday the 24th of May 2018. Um, didn't do an episode last night because it was really late when I got to bed. I think it was about 1, 1.30. Um, and as you can tell, I'm up now. <laughs> so um, it's one of those short nights and long days. Um, this morning I've got to go to a site meeting Um it's it's really important meeting. There's going to be a number of different parties present and lots of discussion points that we need to try and get through. The meeting's scheduled to be two and a half hours, but I'm, I'm not sure that's going to be enough. Um, I suspect it's going to go on beyond that, um, or at least some of us will need to carry on beyond that. Um, but loads of outstanding points, you know, that we need to get clarity on and I suppose when you're working with lots of different parties, obviously it's easy for um, things to fall through the cracks, if you like. So just got to be careful about that. Um, not least, I mentioned on the last episode that you know we're hoping to make some small but hopefully significant changes to the, the layout of the cat area. And uh, I kind of tried to do a mock sketch <laughs> on the existing plans because the um, architectural technicians needed to understand, you know, what the consequences are and therefore what the time or cost implications are, which are obviously key to making all of these decisions. Um, so yeah, so that, that's today and then I'm hoping I'll get back not that late. Um, so I've got really got to plow through some emails after that. Um, you know, I think when people are contacting you, especially about recruitment type matters, you probably shouldn't, you know, keep them holding for too long without replying at all. So, um, yeah, that's uh, that'll be on the plan for today. Um, and then tomorrow, Friday, I'm going to pretty much have to give up most of the day for this pricing work that I've mentioned before that's been long outstanding and um, I need to get engaged with. Uh, so, yeah, that, that's going to be another long day tomorrow. But um, the, the other thing that... Uh, Yesterday, I, as I mentioned before, about GDPR stuff and made a bit more progress um, around that that area in terms of understanding what needs to be done and taking care of some of it. Um, it won't all get done in time for tomorrow, which is when GDPR comes into force. But I think I mentioned on the last episode that as long as you can show that you are um, working in that direction, then it's kind of okay and also I mean realistically who's going to come checking on a bank holiday weekend whether you're GDPR compliant um, you know so I, I think it's really more targeted at people that have kind of dodgy practices and spam people and things like that than it is for somebody like us um, but you know aside from the Ralph I've also got to decide what to do about the Ralph site and my veterinary ECC small talk project because they both have you know websites and mailing lists um so i'll need to do some things with those as well to make sure that they're released have a privacy policy that people can read and things like that so yeah it's uh you know <laughs> you could definitely do that with gdpr stuff at the moment but it needs to get done so what are you going to do um the the other thing that yesterday and the last few days you know we've I said before about um moving home and uh, there being a lot to do and when you start to look below the surface you understand how many things are lurking around. Um, I've been in my current house for I think about seven years you know and um, haven't really had any I know some people have like annual clear outs and things like that I haven't really done any of that to be honest um, 
So I'm not quite sure where the time is going to come from <laughs> for all of this. Um, certainly if I look at what's going on at the moment, I, I wouldn't have the time at the moment. I'm hoping that um, as we get into June, um, at least the second half of June will be a little bit quieter or I'll be able to manage it, uh, make it that way um, in terms of how I schedule things and you know managing the expectations of others. Um, the recruitment stuff is one thing that I can't really just take the you know my foot off the gas with um, especially when it comes to the, the referral clinician side and that is something that um, you know again I'm not really doing as actively as I wish I could be anyway so it's going to be a real interesting juggling act um, a real kind of period of, of just really trying to get things done and you know I talked in previous episodes about the getting things done book and the getting things done methodology um, and also about the universe you know doing what what uh, she does um, so I have no doubt that you know me reading that listening to that book twice now uh, in the last week or so it was for a purpose and that was to kind of help me get even more prepared both with the increased busyness that's happened recently but also with what's going to come in the next month or for six weeks it's also an interesting one because you know it's not just me it's me and Layla and we're trying to coordinate things and the irony is that she's trying to help me move because you know this house was mine originally as it were and it's hard for people you know for um someone else to know what's in your mind about things and the um you know we probably all have a different approach to things um in terms of how we would go about scheduling and what would we do with our things and stuff like that um it's kind of hard for somebody else to you know uh, lay the foundations of a move for another person but um the other thing is you know that uh Layla's away in June for a couple of weeks and so you know we're doing things now having conversations and trying to make plans for things that perhaps don't need to be done right now and could be done later on but because she's trying to help and she's not going to be here um, we're kind of having to having said that there are some things that do need a long lead time anyway like ordering things or trying to arrange collections by charities and things like that that you know they sounds like they need sometimes three weeks plus of notice um, but anyway, all of that is kind of roundabout way of getting me to just talk about something briefly, which is this whole idea of decision credits and decision fatigue. Um, the basic idea, and you know, I haven't looked into it, but I understand there's some research behind this. Is just, but it just makes sense, doesn't it? Anyway, it's this idea that you know, every decision you make uses a credit, if you like, um, and therefore you should almost choose very carefully the decisions you make. Um, because every decision you make will use up a credit and therefore reduce your capacity to make other decisions. And obviously it sort of recharges itself, especially if you have some time off and rest. But um, the, uh, the idea being that it doesn't really matter whether you're making a decision about, you know, something that you consider to objectively be much more important, like, I don't know, the layout of the hospital or something like that, um, to, you know, do we keep this mattress or not? <laughs> Apparently all of these things count as decision credits. And, um, you know, so if you spend too long deliberating over one of them, you use up your capacity to make other decisions. And, you know, I've sort of um, heard of this before. And then, you know, in that Getting Things Done book, he mentions it as well, the idea that, you know, if you can try and limit your need to make decisions, well, 
to make decisions at all, but certainly to make decisions more than once and to revisit the same decisions over and over again, then you hopefully give yourself the greatest capacity to keep making new decisions. Um, which I suppose is partly why I'm kind of a believer in quick decisions, even if they turn out to not be the best ones. And, you know, being very flexible and fluid with changing your mind and making another quick decision that even potentially reverses the last one you made, but you just keep going, you know. Um, so this kind of idea of decision credits and decision fatigue, um, you know, I think is one that, that's worthy of paying attention. Because I also talked to previous episodes about this all kind of relaxed mind and, um, you know, externalizing your mind and dumping your brain and this sort of thing. Um, and the idea there, you know, that uh, the least you can have in your head, the better. But, but it doesn't just apply to use it as an individual. So even if you're not deliberating over things in your own head, if you are discussing them with other people, um, I think it, to, to some extent it has the same effect, right? So, um, you know, quick decisions, not deliberating over things and discussing things a lot, um, being happy with the consequences of whatever they may be, needing to change your mind about those decisions, uh, you know, quick, sort of this whole kind of fail fast type of idea. Um, you know, so it's interesting because this, this, this guy in this book was arguing that it doesn't really matter what the decision is. And I, and I think that's very right. I think you're just going to have to just have an approach. Um, so yeah, cause you know, obviously at the moment there's just a lot of decisions to be made and, uh, just like, I don't know, hundreds, let's say. Um, and you know, I, you make them, I make them relentlessly all day with emails that I get and just bazillions of things. Right. And so, you know, the, the capacity to just say, decided, move on, decided, move on, decided, move on. Um, I think is the only way one can be and just keep going forward. Um, and not like making a decision and then second guessing yourself about it and reviewing it and deliberating over the pros and cons and the costs and all these kinds of things. Just, and I think some of this really comes back to that kind of intuition and gut instinct and, you know, whatever just feels right. And just being so open to the fact that, well, I made that decision yesterday. Today, I feel like a different decision about the same thing. You know, so what? <laughs> um, so all these kinds of things I find it really interesting. And, uh, you know, you, you certainly have to take the lens of knowing that you're not going to make all the decisions the best way they could be made um, in their quotes. They won't be the best decisions necessarily, but um, I'm going to stick with my methodology of quick decisions um, because I think it's the only thing I can do at the moment and uh, it's sort of what feels right to me. Um, maybe the busier you get, maybe it's just inevitable anyway, but um, you know, as I said, you have to be very willing to then deal with the consequences, right? And the consequences cost money, that's not ideal. Um, depending on whose money it is. <laughs> if the consequences cost time, again, that's not ideal. If they cost someone else's time, that's even less ideal. Um, you know, so, but then at some point, what are you supposed to do, right? You just have to say, you know what, that's life, that's the situation. And of course it varies somewhat, right? You know, professional versus personal. Um, I don't like to, it's an interesting one for me to get used to this kind of notion that you know, as the CEO and the founder and the clinical director of the Ralph, those around me just have to accept that sometimes I'm going to change my mind on things, etc., and I'll try and communicate the reasons to them. Um, but at the end of the day, that is how it is. Um, 
I'm sure they, you know, recognise the intention is to do the best for them and for the Ralph. Um, and, you know, therefore, people just have to be open to accepting that. And, and don't get me wrong, thus far, there doesn't seem to be any issues around that area. I think people get that sort of thing. Sometimes you do, um, you know, they have to recognise that that um, it's not because you deprioritise their time or anything like that. It's just or rather undervalue their time. It's just kind of the way it is. Anyway, look, I'm going to stop there. Um, it's... Uh, this episode has gone quite long with my ramblings about decision critique, decision credits, um, and I haven't not, not long been up, so need to get a coffee and get cracking. Um, so I'll catch you again either later today or, or no doubt tomorrow. And um, in the meantime, as always, take chances, be compassionate, and live in a beautiful state. Cheers, bye bye. <laughs>